Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Auburn. Welcome into Sports Call here today on this Thursday. Coming to you live from our studios here on South College Street. My name is JJ Jackson. It's great to be with you here on this Thursday, the final show of Sports Call in the year 2022. And we've got a really fun one planned for you today. Coming up in about a half hour, Britt Bowen will stop by from the Auburn Sports Network. We'll talk about the Auburn women's basketball team as they get set to jump into SEC play a little bit later tonight in Oxford. At 4.15, Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com will be a part of the program as we'll discuss the latest uh, last night's win for Auburn men's basketball over Florida. What to expect from the upcoming transfer portal window again for the Auburn football Tigers spring football around the horizon we'll be able to talk about all of that with our buddy Brian Matthews we'll have a TV guide at the end of the program we've got your birthdays in sports and a whole lot more as uh, my final show in this host chair has started and uh, here we are getting set for a new era of Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show on the program with me today Brant Daughtry Ryan Lavoie and Brooks Childress here inside our studios fellas I hope you're doing well I am doing well, man, and uh, today has come, and it is, uh, again, very bittersweet. There will be some emotions on the show um, today for sure as we celebrate your time here at Sports Call, and I'll have a couple of stories to share at the end of uh, what you've meant in my personal life um, and what you've meant to the show and that sort of thing, and uh, definitely will be trying my best to keep it together during that, but uh, in the meantime... Uh, thankful to do another show with you, JJ, and uh, you know, got a lot to talk about. Got a couple guests, as you said, with Britt and Brian Matthews, and uh, we're just going to talk all things sports. We're starting to see bowl games uh, really get going in full swing. A lot of good stuff yesterday. Uh, a lot of great stuff between now and the first of the new year. So uh, all the big boys are going to start playing this weekend, and uh, the playoff obviously as well. And then Auburn basketball gets a big win last night against Florida, a very dramatic victory. Uh, feel like it perfectly embodied their season so far. Struggles on offense, quality defense, and then home court mattering. And so uh, Auburn gets that win and an interesting night of SEC play. And so a lot to talk about. And, again, thankful to be on the show again. Brent, how are you? I'm fantastic, man. Uh, glad, Like Ryan said, the, excited to celebrate you. Uh, and all that you've done for this show and just the short time I've been here and how evident that's been. And, uh, you know, excited to talk about a, a basketball game that Auburn ended up winning. Uh, it was a, a, a not a great game. Uh, the offense was certainly lacking, but it was timely. And uh, the defense played lights out for, for most of that game. And it was a fun watch, even though it was super frustrating, because Auburn came out with a win. And that's really all that matters at the end of the day. 
and uh, you know, hopefully that continues going forward. But yeah, it's a it's a beautiful Thursday, uh, last show of the week, last show of the year. Yeah, and uh, excited to get this one going. Here's a fun thing: that's uh, technology is amazing. Technology is fun, it and is. so as again, it is my final show here on the year. I'm able to look back thanks to technology to the last program or the very first show that it was my program that I was running the ship and uh, I sat in your seat right there Brant Daughtry alongside Mr. Tom Peavy the two of us went at it for a live edition of Sports Call Philip Barlow was here on the program uh, running the board for us and taking phone calls a lot has changed because now I sit here and kind of run the board operate take the phone calls uh but uh, yeah kind of fun to think about what was taking place and brian matthews was featured as a guest on that program today and we'll talk with him a little bit later in the hour so uh yeah here we are fellas let's do this thing one more time how are you feeling man i feel good i feel good yeah it's uh bittersweet for sure for sure i don't know that it's necessarily hit me yet and i don't know that it will until uh three o'clock comes on a monday and there's a show that goes on the air, and I'm not supposed to be there. That's probably when it'll hit me a little bit more, I would imagine. It's so. not going to be quite the same without the good afternoon. <laughs> it's not going to have that, and that's just it's just not going to hit as hard. Yeah, and I, I've already thought long and hard about it. Uh, that is JJ's thing. I will not be doing that. I will not be closing the show with thank you and good day. I would not have known to even do that if not for JJ, so... <laughs> Uh, I will I have a probably very bland sign-off that will not be <laughs> memorable like JJ's, uh, but uh, those two things are going to be uniquely JJ. I, I'm just, I'm, I love this show so much. I love the growing social media presence. Uh, I, I love the work, the people that have come by for stops. I love Christian Page really putting an emphasis on graphics that were out there, kind of encapsulating what we were trying to do, celebrating our own people, giving fun facts. At one point, we had staff photos, and I would go around and ask people fun facts about themselves, and I tweeted it out like we had sports call trading cards for people to care about. And and then Austin <laughs> Scott really taking over and taking things to the next level and giving uh, some files for us once he moved on to fun things. And Austin Scott has uh, commemorated me with a really nice graphic uh, that's been posted now online, thanks to you guys, uh, because uh, it, it, it's a thank you uh, for what I've been able to do for the program, but it's a thank you for myself uh, for just getting the opportunity to do something like this and to make this more than just a radio show, various ways for people to go back and listen to after the fact. Like, I'm, I take a whole lot of pride in everything we've been able to accomplish. Yeah, and I mean, one of the most obvious ways that you've done that is, uh, as we were reminded today, the show did not post a podcast back in 2017 before you took over. It would post a random hour or two here and there on a random day but it did not consistently post a podcast and that was another one of the very early implementations that you stuck to was we were going to start podcasting the show and making it available everywhere that we could and podcasting the full show not just the best of or anything like that so i mean that's something that we've is so commonplace for us now and we look at the uh, listenership and we have a sponsor for it and, and everything that goes with that but uh it is something that uh, did not used to happen before you came here there's a lot that did not used to happen uh before you you took control of this show and so 
the, the residuals of your impact will continue for a very long time here on Sports Call. I can't wait to see how the show continues to grow and, and, and bring in new people, go out on the road and interact with folks that listen to us each and every day. And I want to interact with you today throughout the program as well as all of our Sports Call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You can give us a call to join the show, 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 9 tiger 9 We'll go ahead and we'll take our first time out here on the show today. When we come back, let's celebrate some birthdays. Auburn basketball, a big win last night. Want to get to the latest with that? Uh, and your phone calls, of course, here inside the studio on South College Street. I'm J.J. Jackson, back in a moment here on WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM. Sports Call is on the air weekdays from 3 until 6 p.m. If you are currently driving in a four-door sedan, roll up the windows and turn up the radio. We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. This is former Auburn football player Danny Skutak, and you are listening to the Abbey Award-winning Sports Call Auburn. Back on Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Brant Daughtry on this Thursday, December 29th, 2022. The final, the final show of the year before uh, the calendar turns to 2023 uh, and the final show for yours truly here in the host chair. It's getting emotional, fellas. It's going to be emotional. Getting closer up. to the end. And uh, yeah, do want to let you know Auburn women's basketball plays a little bit later tonight. 6 o'clock tip-off on FM Talk 93.9. You can listen to the game again on our Tiger Communications app, on the Auburn Tigers app. Britt Bowen will have the play-by-play commentary for that one. All right, we do this each and every day. We want to celebrate our birthdays in sports. It's time for today's Birthdays in Sports. Indeed, Birthdays in Sports here today on December 29th, 2022. Birthdays in Sports brought to you by our friends at Max Credit Union. Two locations in the area to help you out. There's one in Auburn on Gay Street, one in Opelika on Frederick Road. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Who's having a happy birthday today? Hot off the presses. I've got it. Birthdays today. That was so unnecessary. December 29th. Turning 27 years old today is a defensive end for the Cleveland Browns. That's right, it's Miles Garrett turning 27 years old. Garrett was the number one overall, uh, was the number one player in his class in 2013. Signed to play college football at Texas A&M. Gig him. Gig him. Over three seasons with A&M, he racked up 31 sacks and 400 or 141 tackles. That would have been a lot if it was 400 tackles. That's a lot. Uh, he declared after his junior year and was taken first overall by the Browns in 2017. He was a member of the all-rookie team and was a four-time Pro Bowler and a one-time All-Pro. Miles Garrett turning 27 years old. One of my least favorite things we do. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know how it started. It just, it started. Oh. 
and that I'm celebrating birthdays for the last time I want to be here. Sometimes we bring up low moments yeah. for folks on their birthday, and I don't know how we've started that or that sort of thing. But he took a helmet to Mason Rudolph one time. <laughs> he sure he did. did. And, I mean, that hasn't been discussed in quite some time. We'll never see something like that again, do you think? I'm sure Surely it's some, not. I'm sure at well, some point we'll see another dust-up that's like, oh, my God, did you see where that... We'll, we'll get that at some point again. I but. also think, like, if you said that happened, you said that you say, hey, this is going to happen. You're like, no, that's never going to happen. Nobody's going to assault someone else with a helmet. But it happened. It one happened. Of, one of my... Vivid- Happy birthday, in, Miles. In, uh, in fairness to him, he did come back and apologize later, and he was like, hey, I shouldn't have done that. That was bad. Which is kind of the easiest thing to do, but it's also the right thing to do. This is not a memory that uh, a lot of our listenership is going to like, but the biggest memory, one of the biggest memories I have of Miles Garrett in college was 2016 Texas A&M played at Auburn. My God. Very first play, Miles Garrett, like, no, unblocked, murdered Sean White. The game plan, the game plan in that game was to try to get Braden Smith to pull around and pass block Miles Garrett. Ain't it pulling time. Miles Garrett is far too fast to not just be blocked. And just, just, because you wanted to get best on best, and I understand that, but he tried it first play of the game. And like you said, just killed Sean White. And Miles Garrett single-handedly beat Auburn that night. That was the tone setter, and you knew from that first play, you're like, oh, goodness. Yeah, that was rough. That is the man that's celebrating a birthday today, Miles Garrett. Also celebrating a birthday today, turning 34 as a former safety for the Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Berry. He was pretty good. He was. Barry was a top safety in Georgia where he led his high school teams to state championships in football as well as track and field. Time to play college football at Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! That was exactly what I wanted. He Thank took you. over as uh, he took over starting as a freshman and was named SEC Newcomer of the Year in his three seasons at UT. He was a two-time All-American, two-time Jack Tatum Trophy winner, one-time Jim Thorpe Award winner, and a one-time SEC Defensive Player of the Year. He was taken fifth overall by the Chiefs in 2010 and spent his entire nine-year career in Kansas City. He was a five-time Pro Bowler and a three-time All-Pro man. Eric Berry, 34 years old today. Happy Pretty birthday. Good. At football. In the baseball world, outfielder for the Seattle Mariners is turning 22 years old. That's all right. It's Julio Rodriguez. Rodriguez was born in the Dominican Republic and signed with the Mariners at 16 in 2017. He made his MLB debut on opening day of the 2022 season and started the whole season for the team. How about that? He was a uh, rook, AL Rookie of the Year, won the Silver Slugger Award. He also made his first All-Star team. He finished his rookie season with a Ryan, do you, do you have a guess in the batting average? Oh gosh! Uh, All right, here I'll give you the rest of the stat line. Okay. A twenty-eight home runs, twenty-five stolen bases, and seventy-five RBIs. Like two eighty-nine or something like that. He's too good. Two eighty-four. Wow. His batting average. So Julio Rodriguez, turning twenty-two years old. Going to be a fun player to watch for a long time. And the M's made the playoffs for the first time in twenty years or so under in part because of him. Hope the Mariners keep him around. He doesn't go to, like, the Dodgers or the Yankees or someone. Um, or maybe he comes to the Braves. Maybe he comes to the Braves. We'd Probably be okay not. with that. Uh, free Probably agent, not. Free agent MLB outfielder turning 31 is Odubel Herrera. Herrera was born in Venezuela and signed with the Texas Rangers in 2008. He was traded to the Phillies, made his MLB debut on opening day of 2015. He made his first All-Star team in 2016. Uh, 72 home runs, 302 RBIs on the year. Ryan, do you know his career batting average? Or guess on his career batting average. I was not paying attention. Who's <laughs> Odubel Herrera? Seventy-two home runs, three hundred and two career RBIs. It feels like I get two sixty-five type of hitter. 
is always within 10, 272. Okay. Look at that. This guy. Happy, birthday. I, Happy birthday. I can't I can't give you the absolute perfect answer, but if you just remember what kind of hitter they are. And we can get the ballpark. Yeah, we're always going to be in play. And finally, celebrating a birthday today, turning only 20 years old, still a baby, 20 years old, is a running back for the Auburn Tigers, Jarquez Hunter. Hunter was a three-star recruit out of Mississippi, signed with Auburn, War Eagle. Uh, in his second game with the Tigers, Hunter set the program record for longest running play with a 94-yard touchdown run against Alabama State. He is expected to be the starting tailback for the that Tigers fun play. next season. Jarquez Hunter, turning only 20 years old. Absolutely lovely. Happy birthday. Happy Big birthday. Fan. Big fan of Jarquez Hunter. Happy birthday, Miles Garrett, Eric Berry, Julio Rodriguez, Odubo Herrera, Jarquez Hunter, and of course... It's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, indeed. Our birthdays in sports brought to you by Max Credit Union. Two locations to help you out in the area. One in Auburn on Gay Street. Uh, one in Opelika on Frederick Road. 334-887-3401. Britt Bowen set to join us here in just a little bit. I want to talk about Auburn men's basketball, though, fellas. 1-0 and in the SEC. They got the job done. Sure Wasn't did. always pretty. Uh, quite honestly, a very bad offensive basketball game played last night between the Tigers and the Gators. The largest lead for either squad was seven points. Back and forth it went. Ten different ties, ten different lead changes. Uh, a, a enjoyable basketball game outside of the lackluster offense. But Auburn wins it 61-58. Bruce and the boys are 1-0 and to open up SEC play. Yeah, uh, you scored what, I, 26 points in the first half. That's pretty abysmal. But uh, you got it up above 60 in the second, which is, you know, better. Uh, let, let's not focus on the offense because the offense was bad. I was really impressed. A couple of weeks ago I came on here and talked about how I was unimpressed so far with Janai Broom. Since then, he's kind of gone off. Uh, he scored in double digits, I think, in every game since then. Uh, had, a, had a couple of really great defensive performances. And last night held Colin Castleton, the Auburn killer, to four points. Uh, he, he's been absolutely incredible since then. That was... One of the more impressive defensive showings I've seen from an Auburn basketball team. If the offense could match, that would be fantastic. But uh, holding Colin Castleton to that stat line it was uh, very impressive, knowing how good a player he is. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the Janai Broom versus Colin Castleton matchup yesterday a lot on the show. And it was really impressive that not only did Janai Broom hold Castleton down, he flat out won that matchup. And Castleton had one field goal. Uh, from the floor. I mean, he was one of six, uh, six points, eight rebounds, four assists. Uh, that is not a stat line for Colin Castleton, the all SEC player, to normally have. Janai Broom, though, was six of 13 from the floor, 14 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, made a couple big baskets a little bit later in the game, too. And I, I just thought that it was such a good job of rebounding down low they made a lot of effort plays a lot of hustle plays it felt like chris moore uh did a good job at times with the, with the hustle plays and it was really just a team effort i mean auburn really squashed florida on the glass uh 40 to 28 they out rebounded the gators so not only did they keep castle in check they really didn't let anyone else rise up at least not down low in the post and uh, you know, again, their defense has been really good uh, this year, and they they've needed it. They they really have needed it because they're just not going to be a very good offensive team this year. They don't have a guy that's just going to step up 
and and just go off for 25, 30 points and be able to do it multiple times. Uh, they, I mean, the, the amount of 20-point games, I'm going to start keeping track of that. How many 20-point games does Auburn get this year compared to what they've gotten last year, uh, maybe in the year that they did not get to play in the tournament, the Samir Dowdy year, and then, of course, the Final Four year? Because I'm going to be under the suspicion that they're not going to get many 20-point games this year at all. And so that's just going to be their identity is they're going to have to win some ugly stuff like this. And I think I mentioned a little bit in the open – this was a perfect microcosm of what Auburn basketball is this season or what I feel like it will continue to be this year. They weren't very good offensively. They were very good defensively. And then their home court mattered. And Neville Arena has mattered for Auburn in a positive way for several years now. That was a stat that C brought up was Florida's record in Neville Arena uh, when Auburn is at home. And they had been quite good in Neville Arena because – a lot of that was pre-Bruce Pearl, or at least the first couple of years of Bruce Pearl being at home. But now you got to see the impact that that can, can make on a close team or in a close game. If Auburn's on the road in Gainesville and the situation with three, four, five minutes left, I don't think they win that game. And so that is a part of how home court can matter and why it can be so difficult to win on the road in this league. See Arkansas here. See Kentucky here. Uh, maybe Missouri is better than Kentucky. They certainly had them up double digits most of the game. That would seem to indicate a team that is better. But when it goes to Rupp Arena, I'm willing to bet Kentucky ends up winning that game. And same thing with Arkansas and LSU. That was a big upset victory for LSU to beat Arkansas. I bet it's different in Fayetteville. And so that's the value of a home court. You saw it on display last night. You saw really good defense from Auburn. And I think that's going to indicate they're going to end up playing a lot of close, potentially ugly games this year, and venue will matter in probably a lot of those situations. You get the win. That's what matters for this Auburn men's basketball team. They did exactly that. Bruce Pearl and the Tigers, they are done for 2022. We won't see them on the hardwood again until next Wednesday, January 4th, when they head to Athens. They'll play in Stegman Coliseum against those Georgia Bulldogs. We need a break. Brett Bowen joins the program right after this on Sports Call. All of the biggest names in the sports world want to be on Sports Call. We are very excited to be joined by ESPN's Adam Amin. Bring on a very special guest, a good friend of the program, a former host of this very show, and the current voice of the Auburn Tigers, the one and only Andy Burcham. We get the opportunity to welcome in Mr. Phil Steele into our program. Be sure to listen to our conversations with athletes, coaches, and media personalities on the Sports Call podcast. This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Moving forward here on a Thursday edition of Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Brooks Childress, Ryan LaVoy, and Brant Daughtry. It's a great day. It's the final show 
here in the year 2022. And once again, the final show uh, that I will be in this host chair. Uh, getting surreal, folks, as uh, we're winding down here my time with Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. But uh, we're going to keep the fun times moving along. Story time, we've got that coming up a little bit later. I think these guys have some stories that they want to remind me of a little bit later in the program, which is going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. I'm hoping for a lot of laughs over the next little while. And so uh, I've got to bring on one of my best friends in the world, a dear friend of this very program, a voice that you're very familiar with in the life of Auburn Athletics, and that's none other than the voice of Auburn women's basketball at Auburn softball, Britt Bowen, kind enough to join us live from Oxford, Mississippi. Britt, appreciate the time, man. How are you? JJ, doing well, man. War Eagle. And, hey, I just want to say I've got plenty of stories to share about <laughs> you and, and, and sports call. And I'm a little sad that I won't be able to partake in that segment. But, hey, I'll take what I can get. There you go, man. We got uh, a fun Auburn women's basketball game coming up a little bit later tonight. Uh, and I'm happy to uh, be teaming up with you on the broadcast there with some studio updates a little bit later in the evening. Uh, g- give me one thing, though, from all our visits over the years, what's kind of stood out to you uh, from our, our time together on this program, Brett? Yeah, man, honestly, J.J., it's just one, just how natural you are in connecting with all your listeners on the show. Um, you make everyone feel, I think, heard when, in, when, when your callers call in. Um, I, I think you do a good job of, of kind of bringing everybody together, and that's, that's Honestly, man, that's a unique skill set that not not many people have, and um, that's something. Man, you, you've always been prepared. Some some days um, a little less than others, but hey, that's why that's why you have the other guys sitting that's around, right? right? But um, but yeah, that's the number one thing that sticks out to me is your ability to bring people together. And um, holy cow, man, I can't believe it's been five years too. That like when when I saw your Twitter post about it being what five six years, right? Like, Time flies, man. It really does. And um, you've done a heck of a job with that show. Thank you, man. That means a lot. As uh, it, It's fun to sit and reflect over all the conversations that we've had and uh, being able to talk about everything going on in the life of sports, having you in studio so often, Britt, when you would come on by, uh, and then these phone calls like we would have as we talk about uh, what's going on with Auburn women's basketball, softball, hearing your opinions on the football program, uh, this, that, and the third. So let's get set for an Auburn women's game a little bit later this evening. Auburn first SEC game of the year. Tell me a little bit about the matchup tonight, Britt. Yeah, man, this one's huge. Um, the, I think the big thing for Auburn is going to be who's healthy because that's been, kind of been the story for Auburn in the last month. I mean, Aisha Kulabali has missed the last three games, so with that eight-day break from Christmas, I'm interested to see if she's back in the starting lineup, how healthy she is, and and also that goes for everybody else in the lineup. Can Auburn keep that momentum going? Because, um, what I mean, they have a huge win streak coming into this series, I think, seven in a row coming in so um i, I want to see if, if they can keep that chemistry going and another thing for auburn too tonight is i want to know how they handle being on the road for the first time this is their first true road game of the year i mean we're 12 games into the season 10 of those games have been in, in neville arena back on the plane so i'm interested in that but the the big thing for auburn tonight is that just getting into the x's and o's is going to be how Auburn can withstand this Ole Miss defensive pressure. They love to pressure the basketball. They, they honestly throw a little bit of everything at you with the man. They'll, they'll throw some zone at you. They love to trap. that. They want to turn you over. And uh, for, for Ole Miss this year, 
Um, I mean, their defense is, is one of the best in the country at what they do. I think they rank like 12th in the nation in scoring defense, and they're 11-0 and when holding opponents to 60 points or less. I mean, that's impressive. So, for Auburn, you know, you got to get your scores going early, but at the, at the same time, you got to take care of the basketball. And having been there in practice today, that was a, that was a big emphasis with the scout team and, and, and going up against the starters and the second team today. So I'm interested to see how, how, how the game plan goes into effect early in this ballgame. Britt, when you look at this women's basketball team, over you know it's been two months in the season now as we enter SEC play. What is the biggest thing that you've seen them improve on for, throughout non-conference play and going into this uh, SEC play? For me, it's playing complete basketball and not playing down to opponents. I think when you saw it last year, you know that they had a lot of ups and downs last year. They had some really good moments last year, but they had some really bad moments against teams that honestly they should have beaten. And and I think what we've seen, especially over the last month. I think this team grew up a lot in Las Vegas, despite losing to a very good Indiana team and then beating a good Colorado State team. Auburn's grown up a lot, and I think the one thing that they've still got to improve on again that's going to be key tonight is, is taking care of the ball. But if you look through, look over the course of games, like Auburn's got more depth, and when they don't get themselves into foul trouble, Auburn they just keep throwing players at you one after another off the bench and. And I think that's Auburn's biggest strength right now is their ability to play together. Um, and, I mean, you have kids like Sonia Wells who's coming off the bench that's, that's adding so much depth. And then you look in the likes of Caitlin Duhon who's been coming off the bench as well. I mean, we can go up and down this lineup right now. Uh, but the big thing for Auburn, again, is, is playing a complete four quarters. I mean, really, if you take away that first quarter against Georgia Tech, um, Auburn could be a one-loss team right now. I mean, um, that, that's the worst worst half or worst quarter of basketball they played this season. So, and they and, they, and, and truth be told, they they haven't emulated that since. So, um, this is this is still a young team. They they they've still got to find a way to to overcome being on the road early, and um, that's going to be a big key tonight. Because if they can if they can do that, um, they're going to have a good chance tonight. I think, and uh, I think a big part of that is. Is going to be some of their freshmen and, and, and younger classmen stepping up. I think the number one player I'm looking at is the SEC freshman of the week, Sidney Shaw, um, because when when Sidney Shaw is playing well at the point guard position, more, more times than not, everybody else is playing well around her. If she has a good night tonight, I think Auburn has a good night overall. And then Britt, you talk about this young roster, but what also strikes me is that of the returning players, they are usually. Uh, the primary scores when you look at what Honesty Scott Grayson yeah. has done this year. She's been on fire as of late. Aisha Kulbali, obviously, everyone knows about. And then even Romy Levy finally being healthy yeah. again. How key is it that even though there are a lot of young players on this team fighting for minutes and, and getting better as we go through the season, that the veterans are the ones that carry the scoring load more times than not? Sorry, Ryan, can you, can you repeat that? Sorry, it cut out on me there at the last second. All good. Yeah, how important is it that even though there are a lot of young players and that they are yeah. vying for new playing time, that it is the veterans that are usually counted on for the scoring load? Yeah, well, it's huge because, I mean, the the, the younger classmen, I mean, Auburn's not as good this year without without this freshman class. I mean, look at the minutes that they're getting. And, and look, like, yes, Auburn Auburn's upperclassmen, AC and honesty, yeah, they're doing the bulk of the scoring right now. Sanaya Wells, even Romy, they're huge. But also, you got to factor in what Sydney Shaw is doing right now. I mean, the, the kid's averaging nine points a game. Um, she leads all SEC freshmen in assists right now, which is huge. And then, and then look, look at the minutes right now that Maya Pratchard's had to get. I mean, the, the kid's 
missed all but one game, or excuse me, she's only missed one game this season. Played in every game off the bench has been huge, and Caitlin Duhon's been good. And I kind of, in a lot of ways, I kind of consider Jaquela Johnson a freshman just because it's her first year in, in, in Coach Harris's system. Even though she's a junior, I mean, all of those kids are big. Think about Marshawn Bostic too. What just their defensive presence coming in because again, we we go back to that depth. And, again, everybody loves to talk about the scoring, and Auburn's scoring a lot right now, but Auburn's defense is what drives it. And every kid that I just mentioned and it has something to do with those that, with that defense because you got to factor in that what Auburn is doing inside the post right now and blocking shots. Maya Pratcher's been a factor. Um, all of these kids have been a factor. I mean, Caitlin Duhon has been really good on the defensive end. So, um, yeah, the, the, those freshmen right now, they're, they're one of the many reasons right now Auburn is, Auburn is 10 and 2. But, Ryan, you know, you, you mentioned the upperclassmen with AC and, and honesty and Romy. Look, those three, look, for, for Auburn to take the next step and for Auburn to climb the ranks of the SEC, look, it's no secret. Those are, those are your best three players. All three have to play well. And um, it, it's going to be interesting tonight again with AC coming back. And with Romy getting her first action really truly back in an SEC schedule for the first time in two years, she's been great in the non-conference. But I want to see what this team can do in the SEC because we all know that, that, that that's where that's where battles are won and, and that, that's kind of where you earn your stripes And then when it comes to March. So um, this, I'll tell you, this, this next two months is going to be a lot of fun and we're going to learn a lot about this women's basketball team. And then, Britt, uh, a pretty special thing happened with this uh, women's basketball team earlier this week. I'm sure a lot of people saw the video on social media, but walk us through what uh, what, what transpired at practice one day this week. Yeah, Carson McFadden, a walk-on for the Tigers out of uh, Lucas, Texas, Lovejoy High School, uh, was awarded a scholarship. She was surprised. She had absolutely no idea. And Carson, um, it, it was emotional. You know, you're talking about a kid who comes to practice every single day with a smile on her face. Um, she cares about her teammates. She, she cares about her coaches. And she's, she's a kid. She just puts her nose, her nose down and just works. She, she doesn't worry about um, playing time. She doesn't worry about egos, any of that stuff. The, the kid just plays for her team. And, and um, I think she, she's the kid. If, if you had, um, I think, 14 Carson McFadden's on a team, and just in terms of personality and how you treat people on and off the court, Carson is that kind of kid, and um, she's earned it. And then you talk to Coach Jay, it's, it's something that she was more than happy to do once she had the opportunity. And um, it, it's really funny, uh, I, Carson's dad actually gave me a call um, um, that night after she was awarded the scholarship. They had no idea. They, he, and, he and his wife, Carson's mom, saw it on social media before Carson ever had a chance to talk to him. And, wow. and they were just floored and uh, it's, it's such a great feeling. And, and again, well deserved for Carson because I mean, think about Carson this year. Yeah, as good as Auburn's been, Carson's still playing eight ball games this year. And again, um, you talk about the preparation and getting this team ready to play. Carson's a big part of that every day of practice. What time are we going on the air tonight, Britt? How can folks listen? You and I will be on the air, my friend, at five forty-five Central Time. Okay, we'll be on our sister station, ninety-three point nine FM. And uh, you can also listen online, AuburnTigers.com, also for free as well on the Auburn Tigers app. Um, tune in. These Lady Tigers, they, they, they need your support tonight. Um, and, and this is, and I've been saying it all year, if you're not on board yet, get on board now because I'm telling you, this, this team is going to turn some heads. And, and I, I am certainly hopeful that, that it happens tonight here in Oxford.
Brent, it's been so much fun having you on the uh, the show here. I know Ryan Brooks, Brant, the whole company is going to enjoy keeping you here, part of the Sports Call family in the uh, months and years to come. Well, and uh, I can't wait to be back inside a softball broadcast booth with you, my friend. Yeah, JJ, I'm I'm certainly um, excited for you. Congratulations! I, I'm Thank excited you. for the next steps to see you grow, and excited to still be sharing the headsets with you uh, come softball season. That's that's coming up, by the way, in like four or five. I know. Weeks. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're we're really really close. But I, I will say, in terms of returning to the show, I wasn't sure if Brooks Childress would allow me back on or not. You know, given he's a big Patriots fan, I'm a Dolphins fan. If he's calling the shots, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure of my chances, especially with a big game coming up on Sunday. So, um, if if I have trouble, though, I will, um, I will talk to my my good friend Ryan LaVoy, and hopefully, I'll score some points with him. Oh yeah, I mean you. Look, I, I know you got a big game this weekend. Uh, the health and safety of the Dolphins quarterback is first and foremost. But uh, I still have faith that the Dolphins can can get the ball at Tyreek Hill, get it to Jalen Waddle, score the points. And, uh, you know, Brooks will disagree with that. I'm right but, here, Ryan. But, uh, you know, I'm just playing up to the, to there the you desk go. right That's now. what you should do. Britt, thanks for the time, man. We'll talk again soon, okay? All right, guys. Have a great one. All right. That's uh, Britt Bowen, War Eagle indeed, joining us here on Sports Call. Let's take our next time out here on the show. We're back with more of your phone calls right after this. We need a timeout. Sports Call will be back after this quick break. Kicks to Koulibaly. Head fake, drive, steps back three. Got it. Off the window and it falls. Auburn women's basketball's exclusive radio home is FM Talk 93.9. Graves whips it right side. AC with a three. Yes. Tune in all season long as this rebuilt roster looks to make some noise in the SEC and make it back to the postseason. Coverage begins 15 minutes before every game. Koulibaly rips down the rebound with a right hand. Koulibaly untouched to the lane. Right hand finishing in. And a foul. Auburn women's basketball lives all season long on FM Talk 93.9. Brought to you locally by May Refrigeration, Lifesavers Mission Thrift, the Orthopedic Clinic, Premium Beverage, and Tiger Iron Gym. Now back to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Welcome back to the Sports Call here on WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress. We hope that you're doing well. It's our last show of 2022, my last show here as the host of the program before Ryan LaVoy takes over. Uh, and I want to hear from you, 334-887-3401 to call in and say hello to us. Our thanks again to Britt Bowen from the Auburn Sports Network for stopping by and chatting with us a moment ago. Brian Matthews will be on the program a little bit later as well. But for now, let's go back to the phone lines. And joining us here on Sports Call, we've got... Daryl from Auburn. Daryl has called into the program today. Hi, Daryl. Hey, JJ. What's going on? Not a whole lot. How are you today? Fine. I've sort of been taking, getting bits and pieces of your great career choices and advancement, not choices, but advancement. I, I congratulate you. Thank you so much, Daryl. I really appreciate it. It's very bittersweet to be leaving Sports Call, but uh, a, a God has opened an awesome door for me, and uh, I'm ready to walk into it. 
Well, it sounds like that you're going to be involved with uh, some of the calling of the maybe volleyball or girls softball or something. All of the above. Yeah, my broadcast career here at Auburn University will continue with uh, the, the Tigers on the diamond playing softball and baseball, and then my work in the fall will continue with volleyball and soccer. Had a couple of basketball games. So, yeah, I've got several, several more opportunities here with Auburn Athletics. Well, that's great. I pre- uh, I appreciate your service, and as a father, you know, you always want your kids to grow up and be on their expectations. I don't consider you my child, but <laughs> you're your age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get all sappy with this. Uh, because I'm sure you got other callers. And stuff. No, absolutely. But, the time is yours right now, Daryl. We can get as sappy as you want, man. This is this this show has meant a lot. You uh you somehow some way always uh, make me belly laugh from time to time when you call in, Daryl. Because I just appreciate your heart and your humor and what you mean to the show. And I can't speak for Ryan and and the rest of the crew. They want to make sure Daryl from Auburn is still a part of the show in the years to come. So uh, yeah, it's it's been so much fun chatting with you over the years, Daryl. Well, that's fine. You know, even though I'm not an active caller, I call about once a month. You know, I listen to you guys every day. Yeah, you know, we, and, we keep totals, Daryl. Sometimes you do call pretty frequently, and that always feels good when you do. Well, you know, it's just to help you out when you don't have anything about sports to talk about. You know, you talk about cat dog, courage cowardly dog. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Brady's favorite ice cream, you know. <laughs> and then, you know. It's the skill set that you have, which I'm sure the other people, uh, Tom Avoy, uh, Brooks Childress, have picked up from you. But you managed to just sort of fill in the void spaces with entertainment, you know, and that's half a sports call, you know. And then you're patient with some of those guys that aren't very knowledgeable about sports, especially me, you know, you know, and you're, you're not – condescending or whatever if i have a stupid question or whatever and that just means a lot we're going to continue i know the guys are going to continue to be that way with all the callers uh, that call in whether they know everything in the world whether they would themselves would be able to win one of our sports call trivia games or if they don't know as much they're going to be as polite as possible and welcoming as well okay and i'm glad to say uh to say that you're going to stay in the community um i'll listen Sports calls since Bill Cameron was a host, and I oh, yeah. see him in the grocery store. So I never see him in a grocery store, but if I do, we'll see greetings and say yeah. Things. Make sure you say hello to me if that happens. All right, I got to get out okay. to the grocery store more often. I figure I think that make <laughs> yeah. my mom well, happy. You're not, as, you're not as fat as I am. Now, have <laughs> you got some time for some trivia? Go for it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna knock your socks off. Okay. And I, uh, you can't cheat. You can't do Google or. Uh, Philip Marshall, whatever. Uh, this is some Aubie trivia. Aubie the Tiger trivia. Okay. I'll keep an eye on him, Daryl. I'll, I'll make sure he doesn't cheat. Okay. All right. Well, the first one is from personal knowledge. Who is the first Aubie? <laughs> yeah. Beats me. Um, Jim Bob. Barry Mask. Okay. 1979. Okay. The original Aubie was displayed in Four Union before it was remodeled in the early uh uh, late '80s, when they still had telephone booths in there. Awesome. What was what was uh, Ollie's first physical appearance at a game? Um, I've read this before. I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was a basketball game. Ding ding! There you okay. go. That's a point okay. for Brant. That's awesome. 1979 SEC basketball tournament. Yep. Birmingham Jefferson County Civic Center, February 28th. 
1979. Guess who the head basketball coach was? In 1979, who would that have been? Uh, I, I think that's right before Sonny Smith. Um, no. It was Sonny Smith? Uh, <laughs> first year coach, Sonny Smith. First year? Wow. Okay. I would have said early 80s. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm an old person. Plus, this is old medium called The Magazine. Okay. It's, it's been around for 100 years, and I'll read a lot of those. There you go. Magazines are great. Absolutely. Well, you know me. I'm not a technology kind of guy. Right. I understand. All right. All right. I got three more facts, and I'll let you get on with your well-wishers, okay? There you go. All right. The, the hour's day. almost up, so we got to do three facts in 30 seconds. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Next day, Army returns Spurs at uh, Georgia SEC tournament history, four overtimes. Then Auburn led ninth place to the semifinals of the tournament. Okay? Okay. Auburn won the USA National Championship Award in 1991, 1995, 1996, 2003, 2006, 2012, 14, 16, and 21. And I'll ask one more question, and you got two seconds to respond. Go ahead. When was he inducted to the Mascot Hall of Fame? 2000. 2006. Ah, you got us. <laughs> Thanks for all the calls over the over the years, Daryl. I need one last okie dokie from you. Let you let me hear it. Okay. Okie dokie, and if I get my cup fixed, I'll bring the guys some Girl Scout cookies next March. Oh, there we go. Awesome. Thanks, Daryl. All right. Well, good day. What's your salutation? I want to hear it one more time. Thank you, Ann. Good day. There you go. That's our pal Daryl from Auburn joining us there on the program. I'll have one final send-off at the very end of the show. We've reached the end of the hour. When we come back, Coach from Kathleen is on the line. James from Montgomery will get to him after Coach and more. Sports Call rolls on here on WTGC Tiger 95.9 FM. One hour in the books, and we're rolling. One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. The holiday season is a special time of year filled with laughs, love, and joy. This time of year is best spent with your closest friends, family, and loved ones. So from all of us here at Tiger Communications, thank you for making us a part of your year and your holiday celebrations. Happy holidays and have a happy new year from all of us at the Tiger Communications family. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. 
Second hour of Sports Call gets started right now on WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress. We hope that everyone is doing well on this Thursday. Uh, one show left to go in 2022, as we will have Auburn women's basketball coming up a little bit later tonight on FM Talk 93.9. Big win for Auburn men's basketball last night as they were able to knock off Florida in the SEC opener for Bruce Pearl and company. And uh, yeah, it's uh, my final program here with Sports Call. Coming up in 10 minutes or so, we'll be able to chat with my good pal Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com. Looking forward to that conversation and uh, a whole lot more. So we'll do that a little bit later here in the hour. If you want to be a part of the program, call in and say hello, 334-887-3401. We'll go to the phone lines for the first time in hour number two. And joining us, Coach from Kathleen. Coach has called into the program. Hey, Coach. Hey, JJ and guys. How's everybody today? Quite well. How about you? Oh, doing fabulous, man. Doing fabulous. Um, listen, I just want to call in. I won't wait but a minute. I know somebody else waiting behind me. I just wanted to call in and tell you that I've enjoyed very much uh, getting to know you a little bit via the, the telephone. And, uh, of course, we've met in person once, at least one time. But, uh, anyway, a personal thanks for what you've done. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I sir. hope you will continue to mentor and and uh, all of that, even though, you know, you're not going to be on the show, but you'll still be in the area and and uh, just just help with those things like you've been doing, and, and I really appreciate it, and, uh, and I wish you the very, very best, okay? Thank you, Coach. It's been a whole lot of fun getting to know you and your family and uh, it, it becoming good friends, um, and it, it's bittersweet definitely to be leaving a program you've been with for so many years, uh, but uh, I'm excited right. for what's to come and excited that my broadcasting does continue in Auburn, just in kind of more different capacities. Right, yeah, and, and you should be proud of that, and, you know, it's... Uh, like I said, I, it, it, I'm looking forward to, to staying in touch, even though it'll have to be in a different medium than, than over the phone on Sports Call. But uh, who knows, man? I, I still recall our visits fast. when I was in the broadcast booth at the softball field and, and seeing Coach's family walk up and say hello to us. So I, I figure we'll have right. more of those opportunities come spring of 2023. Yeah, man, when you get to be the big time, you know, when you finally hit the big time, you can come back and be on Sports Call. As a, as a, <laughs> there as a, you go. Yeah. Uh, you'd be on the Brian, Brian Matthews train, things like that. There you anyway, go. I won't, I won't prolong this. I just, again, wanted to tell you thank you, uh, both professionally and personally, for what you've done and what you'll continue to do. Okay, best of luck. Thank you so much, Coach. Good to hear from you. That's our, uh, our good pal, Coach, from Kathleen, joining us on the program. Happy New Year to Coach and his family. 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 to be on Sports Call here today. Let's go to our phone lines. Joining us here on the show, James from Montgomery. James has called into Sports Call. Hi, James. Hello, and War Eagle. War Eagle, sir. Man, you have really done it. This is this is the way that you're going to go out, and, you know, riding on the horse into the sunset. You know, I'm I'm still going to be your friend through and through and I, I wish, you know, maybe you should have stayed for another uh, year at Sports Call and I had so many many great memories of, you know, hearing you um over the years on Sports Call as well and one of my favorite favorite great memories I have to actually uh ask about is when I was actually um 
Actually, I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico one time when I actually called the show. That was really amazing as well. I think Deshaun Davis was with us on the program yes. as well. Yeah, that, that was yes. fun. Yeah, that was fun. I remember uh, Deshaun Davis being on the show, and, uh, you know, that was my first time ever actually calling uh, the show from uh, from San Juan, Puerto Rico as well. And it's, it's a very, very uh, – tempting moment that that will always be with me for a long time to come as well i recall you talking about your love for margaritas that day james <laughs> yes yes and i still i still do love margaritas as well and it's uh it's one of my favorite drinks that i'm actually going to be uh drinking for the new year as well there you go that's an awesome drink to have <clears throat> to celebrate yes, the yes. new year you have a yes. farewell surprise for me right Yes, I actually do have a farewell surprise for you as well. Um, actually, uh, it's more about uh, Auburn trivia for, for me, actually being an Auburn fan. I remember my first time actually coming to the campus of Auburn University. This was actually in 2007, right after my high school graduation year. I actually came in 2008 and on the plains of Auburn University, and I actually saw my first Auburn uh, women's basketball game in Auburn Arena as well. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's It's been over a decade since you stepped foot on the plains for the very first time. That is a fun it, fact about you, James. Yeah, because I've, um, you know, when I first came on campus as a, as a as a fan, I mean, I was welcomed with open arms, and I, I just really, I, and you know, when I'm whenever I'm in Auburn, I know like when I'm shopping with my family in Walmart, everybody in Auburn always asks me, "Are you that guy that's on the radio?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's me. That is me," and I always get that every single time, everywhere I go, because people listen to us. Everywhere, you name it, Montgomery, Troy, Selma, Prattville, Millbrook, and I always get this. I always get the same, uh, com- the same uh, commitment as yeah, well. Yeah, we've got Steve Wardam. Steve listens in Fairhope, Alabama. My family's <laughs> listening in North Carolina. Got a lot of people in the Birmingham area that are always <laughs> listening. People in Atlanta in the Georgia area. I mean, we are all over the place at Sports Call. So people say, when they say, do you know J.J. Jackson? What do you say? I say, well, J.J., he's one of my great friends, and he's one of my great, great uh, longtime friends and a, and a great brother that I've been having over the years as well. Thank you, James. That means a lot, and, and uh, our, our friendship certainly means the world as well. So uh, I think before we leave, I think we should give the five fun facts about James from Montgomery. The five fun facts about James from Montgomery. Do you have those? This is my favorite. I sure do have Here we go. Number one. At number one, my favorite fun fact about me is I am a huge, huge Auburn fan as well. I mean, a lot of people, they always like my energy because I always bring it, you know, no matter if it's football season, basketball season, baseball season, softball season, soccer season, I'm always a great, great person to be around, and I have a great personality to me as well. All right. Number two. Well, actually, number two is I always help out some new Auburn fans that come into the fan base, you know, showing them the history of Auburn as well and uh, getting 
to, you know, getting reactions from them and uh, getting more, uh, you know, getting more familiar with them as well and uh, showing them the uh, history of uh, Auburn um, athletics at, at the University of Auburn as well. All right, your next fun fact. Number three. Well, actually, my number, my third fun fact about me is I'm a very, very um, humble person. I'm a, I'm a very bright person when it comes to meeting uh, former players from basketball, football, baseball, softball, soccer, and uh, gymnastics, just to, just to name that one as well. Humble is definitely a word to define James from Montgomery. I've picked up on that over the years. Remember, fun facts, your favorite color, your girlfriend, your family, anything can go here. Your next one. Number four. Oh, man. Uh, my fourth one will actually have to be my new love life in uh, 2022 to the beginning of 2023. Um me and Veronica, we, we're very, very passionate about each other. We always uh, love each other no matter what happens. But I think it's going to happen real soon in 2023 because I would I would ask her to, um, you know, be a good, a good woman in my life as well. How did you meet her again? Um, it was through it was through faith. It was through God. It oh. was through him as well. And then she just appeared all of a sudden? She just actually appeared. Uh, she actually uh, sent me a text message on my phone uh, unexpectedly as well. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you've enjoyed your conversations with her. Yes, as well. And um, I do have something that I'm going to actually tell her this weekend as well. Can we know what that is? Um, I'm actually going to ask her for her hand in marriage this weekend. Wow! Wow, are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. I've um I have a a a soft place in my heart for her as well. She's a she's a, a an amazing woman and and we're actually starting to settle down and have our first baby girl as well. She's pregnant? No, no, no. That will be coming later. I'll I'll tweet that to you all when that uh, time comes as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because maybe God decides for you know maybe it'll be a baby boy. Maybe you'll be blessed with a son. You never know. Yes, as well. And maybe he might take uh, he might take my seat in Auburn one day. You could. That could be the case. All right. And then your family. Fun facts about James. We've got one more to go. Number um, five. Well, actually, my family, they are truly, truly an amazing family. They've been with me ever since the beginning and, uh, you know, supporting me through the ups and downs for Auburn athletics and, you know, seeing seeing me being an Auburn fan and uh, getting a lot of getting a lot of stuff for me as well. James, it has been an absolute joy and pleasure to be able to chat with you all these years. Uh, I know that Ryan and Brant and Brooks and Tom and Cam and our crew is going to really enjoy getting to keep our relationship going with you uh, in the new year in 2023. But speaking for myself, JJ here, from the bottom of my heart, uh, you've always put a smile on my face, and I've greatly appreciated our phone calls, my friend. I treasure our friendship. I sure would. And if you need me to send my uh, cell phone number to you, I would do that. And you can call me anytime, man. There we go, man. All right. Well, you behave. Happy New Year to you. And we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right. Sounds good. And War Eagle. War Eagle. There's our good pal James from Montgomery joining us here on Sports Call. 
Great phone call, great send-off there for me with my good pal James. When we come back, Brian Matthews joins the program. Coming up next here on WTGC, Tanker 95.9 FM. J.J. Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. This is Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program. This is Sports Call on WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app. My name is JJ Jackson. Uh, Ryan, the voice here with me. Brant's here. Brooks Childress is as well. Sports Call, our podcast, is brought to you by Coca-Cola. If you ever miss Sports Call Live, or if you just want to hear something again, make sure you go back and listen to our show on demand wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy an ice-cold Coca-Cola to go along with the hottest sports talk, Coca-Cola, taste the feeling uh we'll go to our auburn bank phone line as we talked about a little bit earlier uh five or six years ago i settled into this new spot taking over auburn's first at auburn's favorite sports talk show uh spent a year or so working alongside bill cameron and then got the chance to have this program of my own and knew that the first person who i would want to chat with uh, would be my good pal brian matthews from auburnsports.com so he's got to be one of the last guests i talked to here on the program and he's here with us now b matt i certainly do appreciate the time hope christmas was uh, very exciting for you and glad to have you back on the program oh it was great i'd like to welcome everybody to the liverpool hour of this program yeah. <laughs> we're ready to rock and roll aren't we Absolutely. Got a new signing in already for January, so things are looking up. And, and now that the World Cup is over, we're back in action with soccer, yep. and uh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun to follow for sure. Yeah, man, it's just it's crazy we've gotten here and had so many conversations over the years and just being able to pick your brain. You've seen a lot of Auburn athletics over the years, B-Matt, so I said i got to make sure we, uh, we chat with Brian yeah. one final time while I'm kind of running the show here. Sounds terrific, and I have it, those years are getting a lot longer than it's supposed to. But here I am. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk a little bit about this Auburn basketball team. A big win last night against Florida, three point victory for the Tigers to win their SEC opener. Uh, offense was pretty ugly at times, but ultimately, a win is a win. Is that kind of how you felt about the game last night, B Matt? It is, and you know, I, I think this is Auburn this year, right? They're a defensive team. They're a team with a lot of depth, and they're a team that needs to, to win the rebounding, you know, the boards, and um, just find a way to, you know, come through in the clutch because I think they're going to be in a, in a lot of close, low-scoring games this season, and it's going to sort of be a, a dogfight for them. And uh, they showed uh, against Florida at home that they could pull one out. That was, I thought it was a big win. I mean, I just I, maybe some team in the SEC is going to get hot and run away with it, but I have a feeling there's going to be um, – you know, a lot of ups and downs in this uh, race for the championship. Brian, when you look back at last night's game, talk about the Auburn Tigers' ability to kind of limit Castleton because uh, he was going to be a guy, Bruce Pearl talked about earlier this week, that's really killed the Tigers when they've played the Gators over the past few years. Yeah, he was, I think it was one for six. I mean, they did a great job of, of really defending him before he got the ball. 
because a lot of times once it gets the ball, it's over because he's such a uh, just a talented technician down there low. But they they forced him out a little bit. A lot of his catches were near the top of the lane or outside the lane, and I think that affected him a little bit. And um, you know, he's a very physical player, and I was concerned that you know John A. and um, and uh, Dylan weren't able to, weren't going to be able to match up with them, but they did a good job being physical too. So I thought it was an outstanding job by Auburn defending him, and um, you know, Florida took advantage of it. Sometimes, you know, they had some nice backdoor cuts and such, and layups and easy dunks. But overall, I thought Auburn really did a great job defensively. Since we're uh, on the topic, let's talk a little bit more about Janai Broom. He's had a heck of a last couple of games. Uh, talk about him and uh, how he seems to have uh, picked up his play over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think you're right on. I mean, I don't know how many consecutive um, double-digit scoring games he's had now, but it's it's a fair number. And, um, you know, it seems to be a double-double guy just about every time out now. And you've seen his progression from, you know, back in November to now, right? He's gotten better and better, gotten used to playing at this level, and is really um, just a key guy down low for Auburn, you know. And, and you can see him becoming, I think, more confident offensively, making more shots, um, getting in there and, you know, Auburn had a chance for a lot more, really. You know, they missed some, some easy shots, but they kept getting in there and getting those offensive rebounds and getting second chances, and eventually those are going to fall. And, Brian, what do you think this team does to try and get a little bit more offense? I know that this team overall is just not going to turn into some great offensive team that we've seen a couple of Bruce Pearl teams be, but what are the things that you think they can do just to make marginal gains as they progress through SEC play to continue to – win a clutch game like last night? Well, they only attempted 14 three-pointers, which I think is good for this team, right? Because I just don't think they're a good three-point shooting team. Uh, so I, I think they need to continue to limit themselves there and um, only take wide open good shots in rhythm. And, and I think they're doing a pretty good job of that, and I think they probably shoot better than 3 or 14, which they did um, last night. The other thing I think um, is just Jalen Williams. I, I know that Chris Pearl said that the back is still bothering him a little bit. I think it was um, the Washington game. No, no, maybe it was the USC game. I can't remember, but he landed hard on his back. It was USC. Um, so he's still bothered by that. But him being more aggressive and just being the guy for Auburn, I think is another thing this team needs, right? But they need to be relying on him to be the scorer, the guy that um, gets things going, the guys that, that when the other team's on a run, steps up and makes a big shot. So uh, that's another area. And then if they could just get some more consistency uh, scoring out of the um, three position, that would help. Um, you know, Chris Moore has been playing his tail off right and scoring pretty good. Allen just hasn't found it yet, but, um, you know, I don't think people should give up on him or get down on him. He's out there hustling, uh, playing hard, and, and maybe at some point he can have that breakthrough. Brian, when you look at the rest of the league, you kind of alluded to it. You think it will be up and down. We did see Arkansas lose at LSU last night saw Tennessee challenged by Ole Miss who does not figure to be uh, a very uh, accomplished team this year so when you look at this SEC is it going to be a matter of kind of just win your home games and just kind of hang on and some on the road or just what do you think about this SEC as a whole that's exactly what I think I mean I know that you know Alabama's had some really nice wins right but they've also got two losses just like Auburn does um, you know, LSU looks good. And Missouri's off to a nice little start here. But I, I think this is going to be a real fight throughout. You know, I, I just – I'd be surprised if somebody was able to pull away and, and really, you know, take control of this by February. I just think um, Auburn's going to be in this mix with 
six, seven, eight other teams, you know, all sort of battling out. And I don't know if Auburn's good enough offensively to win the SEC championship this year, but I think they're going to be part of that, you know, conversation, part of that, um, part of that battle. Brian Matthews is our guest here on Sports Call. Follow him on Twitter at bmatau. Awesome work with AuburnSports.com. Make sure you listen to the rundown each and every week. I tend to find myself laughing at uh, their commentary, uh, and I'm, I'm going to have to stop by now that I don't have ties here, Brian. I'm going to have to find a new home uh, to kind of rattle off some takes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, I want people to make sure they check that out, but I do want to transition a little bit to uh, this football team and the yes. coaching staff appears to finally have been completed for Hugh Freeze, a wide receiver coach, Marcus Davis, that's coming back to the Plains. Yes, and this is what I like the most about the coach staff now that the on the field uh, is complete. I like that Hugh Freeze went out and got two very experienced coordinators that can sort of run that side of the ball, and it frees him up to be more of a recruiter, which Auburn desperately, desperately needed, and it showed already. And then he's built out the rest of the staff with young, youngish, hungry guys. I mean, I know Weston McGriff is more of a veteran guy, but most of the other guys are um, in their 20s or 30s, I think. Uh, so um, I'm excited about this staff and what they can do recruiting-wise. I mean, I thought they'd had a fantastic finish. Uh, the number of guys they flipped from other SEC schools or, or schools like Florida State or um, Ohio State with uh, Kyan Lee, I just thought that was very, very impressive. And if they can start winning some of these high-profile battles for rivals 100-type players and five-stars, here in you know the spring or in July and June when a lot of these guys make decisions, I, I just think um, you know you're going to see this program turn itself around really really quickly. And Brian, you kind of touched on it there, but I want to go a little bit more in depth. What were your thoughts on uh, this recruiting class that Hugh Freeze was able to put together in a very short amount of time? Yeah, and uh, they got oh well, yeah 18 signees, still 19 commitments. Uh, Jim Cobb is going to sign I think um, February 1st is the first day in the late signing period, but. Moved all the way up to number 16 in the country in our rankings, which I thought was very impressive considering the circumstances. I think, um, you know, getting Keldrick Falk from FSU and Kyan Lee, the cornerback uh, from Ohio State late, was, was huge on signing day. I think getting Isaiah Miller, a Duke offensive lineman, uh, who could potentially be a starting right tackle next year, a guy that was committed to Miss was big. And then adding um, Dylan Wade, you have the, the, the Tulsa um, offensive tackle. It could be Auburn's left tackle next year. In the span of just a few days, is big. I mean, that's that's a big hole on Auburn's team. That offensive line, they may have, uh, you know, felt that, and they need more. Right, they need more competition. But uh, there are some big steps taken, and just all the guys they added um, uh, late was just impressive to me. Stephen Johnson flipping from Arkansas, Connor Lou flipping from Miami, um, Colton Hood flipping from UCF. I think um, just. Uh, Trying to think, uh, the, the safety, they, uh, Sylvester, um, they flipped from Tennessee. I can't think of his last name, but it was just a really impressive um, finish to that recruiting class. And then, Brian, when you look at, uh, you know, still work to be done going to the late signing period uh, in February and then transfer portal, what do you think this Tigers team and Hugh Freeze is looking to add with, uh, with the transfer portal here coming down the stretch? Yeah, and Sylvester Smith was a safety. Uh, but I think they've still got some key areas to address. They've got some pass rushers now. They, they signed three uh, high school kids, although uh, Wilkie Deneuve may end up being a, a, a bigger uh, Kobe Wooden-type uh, defensive end. We'll see. Uh, but they've got to go out and get immediate help there because they don't really have pass rushers on this team right now. And the problem is uh, pass rushers are real premium, whether it's in recruiting high school players or, 
a portal player, so they're going to have to they're going to have to step up and really compete with some big boys uh, when the right guy jumps in the portal there. I think they definitely need a quarterback, and they're going to find one. Uh, it's just a matter of finding the right one, and they definitely need to continue to help out uh, the defensive line and the offensive line. The line of scrimmage is still a, a big area of need, and then you look at linebacker. Um, you know, if you watched Auburn's linebackers last year, uh, I thought they struggled at times. They got better um, late as, as they got a little bit more aggressive and started playing their strengths. But they could use a, a thumper in the middle um, that could play between the tackles. And maybe uh, some of the guys that redshirted or some of the young guys could step up and fill that role. But that's an area I think they can improve, too, through the transfer portal. Tell us what the Matthews family has planned for New Year's, Brian. Uh, well, all our kids are growing up now, so uh, Avon and I, my wife, we're going to go down to the beach for a couple of days and hang out down there. There we uh, go. friends and have a little fun, so uh, looking forward to that. Black yeah. Eyed Peas on New Year's Day, is that a tradition or no? I mean, I think I think you've got to do that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'd be afraid not to. It's unlucky not to, yeah. Just I needed right. to make sure. I didn't know if you had any hot takes out there, Brian, that I wasn't aware of, but... Good to hear. No, I'm pretty traditional as far as that goes. <laughs> Tell us one more time about AuburnSports.com and what we could find there, buddy. I appreciate it. We're going to continue to roll out the coverage of the transfer portal, recruiting, basketball, football, you name it. AuburnSports.com and baseball is just around the corner, too. Uh, you can follow me at BMATAU on Twitter. You never walk alone. Go Reds. I've right. greatly cherished these calls over the years, Brian, and I know the guys are going to continue to have you a part of the program. But thanks for making time here today and, and all our conversations over the years. I appreciate you and uh, good fortune. Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you so much. That's uh, our good pal Brian Matthews joining us there on Sports Call. As we get set to take our next time out here on the show today, we'll have more of your phone calls bidding farewell after this here on WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Welcome back into the program. Sports Call, WTGZ, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson here inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress. Uh, we hope that you're doing well. Final show of 2022. Day off for the boys uh, and myself for the new year. New year, New Year's resolutions, new opportunities for so many. Um, we've got uh, to get to our nightly TV guide at the end of the program. Still have a couple of more phone calls that we want to get to, though, uh, and story time coming up with the boys here as we get set to go inside our studio uh, and to go to the phone lines, 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 tiger 9 to be on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Uh, Dr. J in Asheville has called into the program. What's going on, man? JJ, congratulations, buddy. I am really excited for you, but I did not call to say congratulations to you or to thank you for five years. I really <laughs> wanted to um, 
on behalf of the family, say thank you to all the great callers that for the last uh, five or six years we've had the opportunity to get to know as we've listened to you uh, from North Carolina, uh, whether it was retired Wardam Steve or Shadow back in the day or the many, many callers that we've got to know on a first-name basis. We certainly appreciate them. Um, as much as we love the callers, though, the team that you've been able to work with is just outstanding, second to none. And so, you know, one of the first things I certainly want to do is say um, congratulations to Ryan. I'm so excited for Ryan. Ryan, well-deserved buddy. Uh, you are a master at your craft, and, and I know that you will take the show to the next level and, and build upon the success that you've been a part of building with Brooksy and with Brant and with JJ and the rest of the team. Congratulations, Ryan. Thank you very much, and uh, that means a lot coming from you, and um, I certainly know that I can always – uh, talk to you if I need anything and you've always been very supportive and it's uh, always been a joy to interact with you and uh, I, I thank you so much for that support well there's no question you know anybody that's going to work alongside uh, Brooksy and everybody else to keep JJ humble whether it's uh, <laughs> on the uh, softball field or on the pickleball courts, you know, I just appreciate you guys kind of keeping him in his lane from time to time. And so, <laughs> you know, we, we appreciate all that. I know you've got a lot to do before the show ends, guys, and uh, won't, won't belabor the point. But, um, J.J., uh, very proud of you, buddy. Certainly proud of all that um, you've accomplished. And, you know, in this moment, um, we certainly give God the glory for the sure. season that this has been in your life and our life as a family. Proud of you, buddy. Proud of you guys. Certainly wish you the best in the new year. We'll continue to cheer for you and listen to Auburn's first and Auburn's finest. Love you guys. Love you, Dad. Thanks uh, Thanks for the phone call there. It's Dr. J in Asheville. And... All right, that, that makes things a little bit real. Uh, <laughs> that was not on my docket today. I uh, did not think he would be... Uh, making a phone call here on the program, but I'm um, glad to have the Jackson's voice heard here on the show, and um, glad that my friends here at work have become friends in life. And when you become friends, uh, your families become family as well, and so uh, that means a lot. You made the point just yesterday about uh, our our fathers having birthdays very <laughs> near to one another. It's and, true. Uh, you know, Doctor J has been um, such a kind person, and I know speaking to what you've told me before that how much you look up to him and uh he's certainly a wonderful person to look up to and uh, i can't say enough great things about him but then to go back to the original point uh to you as well and um just everything that you've meant to this show and i know we've got more calls to take here on that regard but uh as we as we wind down I'm I'm grateful that you're getting all the love yeah. from uh, all it's corners fun. of the globe, all of our all of our <laughs> listeners, and uh, no matter how closely related they are. We got about uh, one call left to go that we definitely want to get to. Our good pal, retired Wardam Steve, will join the program after this next timeout here on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. We're back in a moment. WTGZ Tiger ninety five point nine FM.
May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. I'm Britt Bowen, voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app, J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Brant Daughtry. We hope that everyone is doing well on this Thursday in our final show here in 2022. A few minutes left here in the hour, and then our last hour, we're going to keep it in-house with our squad, uh, sharing some stories in the last 20 minutes or so of the program. With that being said, I do want to take the chance to go to our phone lines and bring on a very good friend of the program. He is... Ward Damn Steve. Retired Ward Damn Steve now joins us here on Sports Call. Hi, Steve. Good afternoon, Mr. J.J. Jackson. Good afternoon, Steve. And Mr. Brad Daughtry and Mr. Brooks Childress. And Ryan LaVoy. Yes, sir. Ryan LaVoy. Mr. Ryan LaVoy, you, um, I think, uh, will no doubtly... Probably, I uh, heard your comments earlier that you're not going to try to imitate anything that uh, J.J. Jackson has done in the, his introductions or his farewells. I think that's good. Uh, sort of like, you know, when Bob Bramlett took over Jim Fife's uh, role, you know, he was not going to be Jim Fife, and he didn't. So uh, I, I applaud you for deciding to be just yourself, and that'll be that'll be good enough. Thank you, sir. I obviously want to uh, try and work as hard at it as J.J. has and try and keep as good of a show as we can, but yes, I don't want to uh, come under the illusion that I'm the exact same person as JJ. We are not, and uh, that is okay, and I will still try and be as good as I can be without having to try and uh, just copy everything that he said on the show. Right, Uh, and being yourself is what uh, I I look forward uh, to to, to getting from you. Uh, He's amazing. I think you guys are going to love hearing him more and more and more, that's for sure. With that said, real quickly, uh, you know, I enjoyed hearing uh, your dad's comments about the, the program and about you. Uh, were, were you expecting that phone call? Was that a surprise? Not at all. Did not really, truthfully, did not expect. I know that our family's getting prepared for some more Christmas celebrations a little bit later this weekend since my brothers have gotten married uh, here this past fall, and uh, they've got their wives and schedules. To, so we were going to have more Christmas celebrations coming up this weekend, and I knew Pops was pretty busy trying to get everything together and didn't know that it would come across his radar to call in. So I love That's that great. guy. All right, so I want to let you know, since you're doing story time, uh, the things that I have really been just uh, just more than satisfied, pleased with immensely uh, with what you've done since you became uh, in charge of the, this program five years ago. You know, you uh, were innovative. Uh, you had uh, former Auburn football players come onto the show, uh, into the studio. In fact, uh, I even met some of them in person. I came to see all you guys. That's right. And that was immensely pleasurable. I got to see your studio and how you guys are so easy to disconnect me. And, you know, I, I still <laughs> call back no matter what. Uh, so, so that was 
I, I enjoyed just taking photographs of all you guys together. And then uh, you did some other innovative things. You actually uh, allowed us to listen like we do now to other callers on the phone while we're on hold, whereas in the past we couldn't do that. Yes, sir. So that was that, very important uh, to me. That, that was appreciated. Uh, all these trivia, uh, fact, fun uh, day uh, trivia games that you play, you know, been educational. Uh, I've learned a lot uh, from just uh, the trivia uh, contests that you play with each other. So that's been a pleasure. And during the pandemic, when there were no sports going on, uh, you guys, uh, you, you saved my, uh, myself from, from going insane at times yeah. uh, uh, with the radio show uh, because it was really, really difficult to find anything that was, you know, not boring and it was entertaining. And you guys did it for me. So I want to thank you for that, okay? Yes. And uh, the amount of respect that you showed to all the callers uh, and listeners uh, to me uh, was really, really uh, appreciated. Uh, at times, I know I became uh, less than probably civil, and uh, uh, you reminded me of that, but you did it in a non-condescending manner, and that was appreciated. Uh, you helped us get along with each other, me and Shadow, <laughs> uh, me and Anthony, uh, and Jeff, and Luke, you know, uh, even though we had different, obviously, viewpoints about uh, football and uh, our fandom, uh, we we kept it civil uh, because of your ability to, you know, play play with each other nicely. Uh, and that uh, that was definitely uh, was appreciated. And then getting to know all the different uh, guys on the show, you know, it's been sort of like a family uh, that was adopted as far as I'm concerned because uh, you guys, I'm always feel like, you know, gee, anytime uh, you ever come down this area, please give me a call. Come over to my house. I'd like to meet with you. Uh, and I've met you guys in person. That that was just very, very much enjoyable. I like your innovation of having the podcast because I can't always at times – be uh, able to listen to it live so now I can listen to it uh, later on in the afternoon or the evening. That has been definitely uh, very much appreciated. And then the uh, remote calls uh, that you then allowed us to finally be able to call in doing the remote uh, uh, call-in shows. Uh, that's been appreciated. Uh, seeing you in live and hearing you doing some of the women's basketball uh, programs on TV, that's been fun. Uh, and I, I'm hoping to hear that you uh, maybe uh, uh, we'll maybe see you uh, with Mr. Jimmy Dykes. That'd uh, be awesome. On, on, on ESPN uh, or maybe on uh, game day uh, with Mr. Uh, Kirk Herb Street, nonetheless, <laughs> or Desmond Howard, right? Right. Yes, sir. Okay. You will be doing some uh, SEC Network uh, shows, games, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. For baseball and softball, and I will still be traveling with the softball team uh, for their opening weekend in Clearwater and uh, one of their primary announcers once again this season. Great. What about basketball games? Will you have basketball games? I don't have any more basketball games on my schedule so far this year, but uh, if something comes up and they need somebody to help out, uh, I'm one of the phone calls they go to, which means the absolute world to me. So I will be on standby uh, to get more basketball coverage this season. Well, that's a nice game. Will you be available? I will be uh, in the studio providing the halftime show and scoreboard updates. I'll be a part of the women's broadcast a little bit later this evening. Okay. All right, good. Uh, again, um, I don't know how, how – I mean, I'm lost words. Yes, me. I'm a lost word to tell you how much you've been appreciated. And the entire staff, because, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of work that has to be done behind the scenes because um, I got a little glimpse of that when I came to visit the studios, and that was appreciated. Uh, but getting people that uh, I never thought would get on the radio show, for you to talk with them, interview them, 
uh, has been really a uh, just pleasant surprise. Uh, how you manage to do that uh, is, uh, to me, a lot of hard work that I yes, don't sir. know uh, what, what went into it. Uh, Ryan, I uh, don't want to put any pressure on you, but I'm hoping that you'll, uh, you know, be able to get uh, some additional uh, hosts that we uh, guests on the show uh, that we haven't heard from maybe in a long time, uh, and I look forward to that as well. So with that being said, you know, uh, I would say to you, I wish you the very best in your personal and your professional life as it goes on. I hope we do hear, do hear from you uh, sometime uh, in the future on, on occasions. And as you've known to say on your podcast, uh, I hear you on the podcast at the end of the show, uh, I would say to you, thank you and good day. You'll thank, be missed. Thank you very much, Steve. War Eagle, sir. War Eagle always. That's our good pal, retired War Damp Steve, joining us on the program. One of my favorites, and uh, it means a lot that uh, it, I mean, it's hard to put it into words. I mean, it, it means something to hear it from folks that you see every single day that are very aware of what it takes to put the show in motion and move it forward and that sort of thing. But then to hear it from callers who are observant of the things that have taken place. It's like that. It, you could do anything in the world from 3 until 6 o'clock. Anything. Central Time. You don't have to be listening to us. (laughs) You don't have to use the podcast app of your choice to go back and listen to what we have to say. But folks have chosen to do that, chosen to hear what I have to say. Uh, I've I've made it very obvious and known I'm not the most opinionated fella in the world uh, in terms of picking one side versus the other. Uh, I do enjoy conversation. I love asking questions more than making observations and putting people in opportunities to shine bright and hearing from them and bringing a team together and to sit here and think about the various number of people who have sat in these co-host chairs with me. I would forget somebody if I was tasked to list everyone who has done two or three shows even in some of these chairs for a full program. So um, it, it's definitely bittersweet that uh, to, to hear from Steve one final time, who every single day... Steve has been the leader. We total caller statistics. Retired War Damn Steve is going to be at the very top once again this year. The most calls into this program and his friendship over the years has certainly meant a whole lot to me. And uh, glad to hear from him one more time here on Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. I'll be listening to him on the podcast, however, come Monday, January 2nd, 2023. The 28th year of Sports Call up and running. Ryan Lavoy going to do a phenomenal job with this program. Let's take one more break. When we come back, we're going to start to wind down a little bit here on Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. Two hours of the books, and we're rolling. hours of sports call are finished don't touch that radio dial we've got one more hour to go whether you're leaving work cruising around town or listening on demand we've still got some fun left for you to be part of the show give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9 
Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Third and final hour of Sports Call getting started today on WTGC, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Ryan Lavoy, along with Brant Daughtry and Brooks Childress. It's been a fun show. Really enjoyed getting a chance to chat with Britt Bowen and Brian Matthews. My dad surprised me by calling in a lot of phone calls from some of my favorites. And uh, we're going to get to have some story time here to close out the program a little bit as well, which I'm certainly looking forward to. Auburn women's basketball, they've got a game a little bit later today um, in an hour. They, they go on the air at 545 on FM Talk 93.9. So it's going to be important for us to get off the air a little bit early here today. You'll be able to listen to the game on FM Talk 93.9. And then next Wednesday, Auburn men's basketball will be back in action. Because we've got to get off topic here a little bit. I guess it's on topic because it's my last show and this is what we're doing. Uh, before we get to some messages and that sort of thing, I do want to make sure we have a TV guy because people need to be entertained this evening. That's right. So let's get right to this. Here is our nightly TV guy. Our show is about to end. But we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's Nightly TV Guide. All right, it's our Nightly TV Guide. You know what I mean? And it's brought to you by our friends at White Claw Heart Seltzer. Here's a Sports Call origin story. All right. Created the segment. You did. You and I came up with the music. We did. I don't know how we came to this conclusion, but this has been the music for five years, and it fits... It's just kind of feels. I like don't want getting, this music to ever change. This it's like the music just feels like you're getting out of here. You know, it's like hey, we're you know wrapping up the show. It's got such a good vibe to it. Man. I am not planning on changing the music at this time. Just so uh, <laughs> you are aware, uh, we will continue with that at music. this time. <laughs> Maybe we should change it and do uh, theme music to whatever the best thing that's on that night. Ooh, that would be that would be a lot of That's work on idea. my part. That'd be though. excessive amounts yeah. of work for a five-minute segment. That's right. <laughs> but, but yeah, what's on TV, Brooks? <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna start out in the movie world this evening. Six o'clock on Nickelodeon. It's not NFL football tonight. Sorry, it is Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. If you're in, uh, wanted to settle down with a little little kids movie tonight with the family, it released the in 2012. I know I've seen the movie. I don't remember anything about it. It's like an orange thing. That's right. what I can explain, and he likes friends with the trees, and that's that's. There's about a picture of him on our social media feed at yes. Sports Call AU. Speaks for the trees. I made speaks the picture. The I remembered saying, "Yeah, I've seen him before. I watched that movie. Don't remember." I am it. the Lorax, and I speak for the trees. I read. I watched the uh, the older animated version of that. Oh, a lot it was as a an kid. Old one. Oh yeah, it's six all, o'clock it's on 2D Nickelodeon, right? Yes, okay. this is the newer one though. Uh, seven o'clock on AMC. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Starring Tom Hanks. It's The Green Mile. Long movie, though, so if you got time, you got to sit down for this one. That's okay. I, a lot of people hate on long movies, get bored, that sort of thing. I do not. I like to be entertained. If I made a time decision to watch a movie, even if it is a three-hour movie, I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I just There's not many things that have truly bored me. 
Most of the time, it is big-time directors and big-time films that decide to be that excessively long. Yeah. And so it's usually a pretty good quality. Like, I know there's a lot of Martin Scorsese movies that are, are two and a half, three hours long, like The Irishman or something. That is usually fine with me. I like Martin Scorsese movies. So, anyway, that was a spiel that you did not need, <laughs> but I am totally fine. Like, I, everyone's saying, ah, Avatar, Way of Water, three hours, ten minutes, need to take a nap, that sort of thing. No, I'm going to be fine. I mean, I understand three hours is a long period of time, but I watch three-hour sporting events all the time. Yeah. I can watch three-hour movie too. This show is three hours long. We yeah. sit exactly. through it every day. Exactly. That's right. Um, what's not three hours is basketball, usually. Uh, and that's a, the, we're starting off tonight on the sports world, starting at 6 o'clock over on ESPNU. It is UMBC taking on Maryland. Uh, then at 7.30 on FS1, Bethune-Cookman takes on Illinois. Later tonight uh, on, I believe, ESPNU again, or ESPN2 uh, this time. It's Tulane, Cincinnati. And then ESPNU tonight, late night, uh, also at 8 o'clock, I said late night. UC Santa Barbara taking on Cal State Fullerton. Women's basketball action for you tonight on ESPN uh, Dose. It is number 9 LSU, number 24 Arkansas. Hitting the hardwood. Also, at the same time, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. Auburn, Ole Miss, and the SEC Network Plus. Also, listen to it on our sister station, FM Talk ninety three point nine. Bowl action tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN. Texas and Washington going at it in the Alamo Bowl. And then um, I had one more. Oh, NFL action tonight. Amazon Prime. It is the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tennessee Titans seven fifteen on Amazon Prime. And bonus for you, I'll give you three. Streaming picks, because I've, I've finished three things since we've last had a streaming pick. Uh, all three are Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel, the series on Disney+, Plus, Thor, the Love and Thunder, phenomenal movie, and then I Am Groot, all six shorts uh, from Disney+. Plus. That's your streaming picks for the evening. And a nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends at White Claw Hard Seltzer. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Brooks. Yep. Um, here we go. It's been fun. It has been a blast over the last five years getting to hear from callers. Some folks bidding adieu to me privately in phone calls off the year, which means the absolute world to me to hear from them. And um, now I get to chat a few more minutes here with my good pals here in studio. That, again, I'm not necessarily going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'll be around. Friendships continue forever, uh, which is the amazing thing about technology and, and spending quality time together and that sort of thing. But... Um, I just want to say thank you to all three of you guys for what you guys have done uh, with me here on this program and, and getting to have, I mean, it's, we laugh all the time. It's fun to poke fun at one another and talk about sports and things that aren't that serious, but know how much you guys mean to me. I was so. going to say, don't you just, aren't you thankful that Bill Bailey's not here to give you a goodbye? I know that would, that would be, uh, <laughs> I'm very curious how that would go. Absolutely. We need to, we need to hit him up and see what he's going to say. What do you have to say? Yeah. Mr. Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. What do you guys want to say? What, what what needs to get off the chest before we get out of here? Uh, I, I guess I'll start. Um, I, I said this on Monday, but you gave me my first full-time opportunity. I, I had never worked in radio before. I was a kid fresh out of college, and I kind of still am, I guess. But, uh, you know, you, you met me once. You met me one time and said, I want to work with this guy. Um. And, and you were so welcoming and you, you were educational and you mentored me and you, you, you taught me what this whole thing was. Uh, and that's, 
you know, professionally, I can't thank you enough. What I didn't say on Monday, and, and I kind of wish I had, so I'm going to say it now. I was scared to death when I moved over here. First time not living with my parents anymore. I was excited. Right. But I didn't know anybody over here. I had never done this before. I was on my own for the very first time. And you made it a point to make me feel involved. You didn't you didn't just allow me to be there. You didn't tolerate me. You made it you made an effort consciously to say, "Hey, let's get Brand involved in stuff. Let's you invited me to pickleball and you didn't have to. You you we watched the Super Bowl together. Everybody in this room, we all went to your house and watched the Super Bowl. We you know, you you did things for me personally that had absolutely nothing to do with this job that you did not have to do. And I, I think that really that speaks to the person that you are, um, your work ethic and the way that you the way that you love people. You say it all the time. You just want everybody to love everybody because the world's a better place when when that happens. And I think that that's a mindset that you have instilled in everybody that that you meet. You know, your your optimism is infectious. You, it's kind of funny. You talked about it a minute ago. You are not a very opinionated person. You're not very confrontational. I am very much both of those things. I have a <laughs> lot of opinions, and it's tough to tell me that I'm wrong because I don't believe it. But you know, the, the way that you you have taken me under your wing personally and professionally is something that I, I'm never going to forget and uh, I'm going to be forever thank, forever thankful for. And, and man, I, I can't thank you enough, and I know you're going to do great things. I love you, Brent, man. I love you too, man. Forever Thunder Chickens together, Thunder man. Chickens forever, man. That's what we like to hear. Thunder Chickens forever. That's we're going to awesome. win a game next year. And we're, look, I'm going to continue to be friends. I've, that's we, we talked about it a little bit at lunch. Like when, when someone new comes in, it is always been a priority to me yeah i want them plugged in i don't care what other people feel about someone or something i want people to get an opportunity to be heard and i have loved getting to hear from you on this program and in life mm-hmm. and yeah like man I, I think it was the first week i was here that I, this is just a story that just popped into my head when you said that the coaches show, the high school coaches show was going on at uh, at Wild Wing Cafe yeah. in Opelika, and you said, ah, "Let's go down there. There's something I need to check up on." We didn't check up on anything while we were down there. Bill Bailey's been doing that show for a hundred years. He could do it for a hundred more. He's not going to, but he could. You didn't have to go down there to check on anything. You wanted to take me aside, go eat dinner with me, and talk to me. You you made an effort to get to know me in that moment. And again, I think this is my first or second week here. And that's just, I remember at that moment being thankful. Um, it, it just things like that, little things over and over and over the little things, man. I vividly remember that. And you, you caught me. <laughs> Bill was okay. Bill was, Bill, uh, Bill, was Bill okay. Bailey and Walter Northcott know what they are doing right. with the high school coaches. I did. Show. I did want to make, because I've been that. I, I was someone who came to Auburn, not knowing a soul there. I've met more Asheville people, very few, but I have met a couple of Asheville people here on the plains, but I knew no one. And if I could just be a friend to someone, that's what I was aiming to do. You did, man. Brooks. Are we doing compliments or transgressions? (laughs) 
Start start with the transgression. The airing of grievances. Airing of, no, that was last week. I missed my chance to last week at Festivus. Um, well, I mean, it's like you said, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're, you're going to be, you're with your new endeavor, you're going to be out of town for a couple of weeks and then you'll be back here in time for softball season. So you're still going to be around. So it, it's not really, I, it's not like I'm not going to see you again. It's not like you're moving off to some other state. So I'm going to see you again. It, it, our friendship continues. Uh, professionally though, here at Sports Call, this is, I think technically the second time you've left, uh, the same radio place that I was at because we were both at Weagle together. We yeah. never really did a show together. Right. But we were both at Weagle together. And then you graduated. Auburn Student Run Station, yep. for those who don't know. And then you graduated before I did. I took the long way around. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed my time a little bit more. Uh, but you, you've, you've, already, you've left before, and then this is the second time. So I'm starting to think it's me that you're, you're just trying to get away from. Um, it, I, and I, you know. I appreciate everything you've done for me because you you were the one that gave me the opportunity to be an intern here. I was I the first intern that you brought in. Yes. Okay. I was, uh, and it was a long line of great interns after that. Uh, I know our good friend Noah the Ocho Gardner was an intern here at one point. Javon Cutler, who's now up at ESPN I'm Radio, we're going to forget somebody. Cam, but if you want to go through it, you can. <laughs> Van, I'm going with people that were spoke on the show. Van, uh, Drew Bahena, Drew Bahena was a great intern this last semester. Luke Flurry, Luke Flurry, um, Sheldon Holmes, she Sheldon. was a really good uh, intern. Um, I can't. Uh, we we had. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Shout out to Mr. Bill. Oh, Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill arrived here about the same, the same time I did. He was great. He was a great intern. Um, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of, we've, uh, and I, I feel honored that I was the first yes. he brought in. Uh, and then I was also honored that uh, six months after my internship, I was able to come in here full time with, uh, you know, you got me in here and it was, you know, first got in here was the grunt work i was sitting where you were sitting behind the board pushing buttons a couple times a week um i was running the board for all the all sporting events thankfully uh I, it's been very few auburn football events that i've had to sit behind the board for because that that's a marathon yeah. um i've had to do a couple of those but that, that's a marathon um and so i, I appreciate you bring you know bring me in giving the opportunity here and we you know I, i'll all the callers have uh, told you what you've done to the program. You don't need me to tell you again what, what you've done with this program. We were talking earlier. To, well, I'll tell you what you've done with this program. We were talking earlier today. You were going through some of your papers, and you said, specifically with the podcast, because that's you've said it before, that's one of the few ways that we can tell how many people are listening to us because we, you know, we're small enough where we don't have ratings. I'll correct you for a second. The only way. The only way. Um you, when you said, you know, you, you printed us into this paper and said up until the whatever point that paper was, and we had 500 plays on the podcast total. Right. We average more than that per episode now. We, it, you know, me, you, you, print off, you print off these papers. Me and Ryan go through and look at the numbers for you and, you know, average everything out. I don't know the last time I saw one that was just 500 or less. I, it's been six, eight, seven. There's been a couple thousand. That's been the bigger days. Um, you, you've grown this, the, the product that here is sports call. And I think the best way that we can say thank you for what you've done is to continue to do your work and continue to build this program. And hopefully in a couple of months, we can get that third Abbey for, with your name on it and then continue to build on that and, uh, keep, keep this, keep the brand that you've built a sports call going. Amen. I love you, Brooks. Love you too, buddy. Here we go, kid. Hello, Uh-oh. man. <laughs> what do you got for me, Scotty? Um, 
A decent amount, I think. <laughs> We've been friends for a very long time. We've been brothers for a very long time. Yep. Um, and there's a lot of funny stories that could be uh, said too, but um, I want to start with. So it was Thursday, March 25th of last year. Uh, should have been a normal Thursday. Um, it should have been a three hour sports call. There was not sports call on that day. The reason was um, my parents' house got hit by a tornado, and JJ did not want me to drive in my emotional state two hours up to Birmingham uh, because, you know, just not a good idea to be driving uh, while you're sobbing. Um, And so JJ canceled the show that day, drove me two up, two hours up to Birmingham, dropped me off. I stayed at a friend's house. He came back two hours, then came back up two hours a couple days later to pick me up and take me back. So eight hours of driving that weekend just because he wanted to make sure that I was okay and that I would not have to drive in that emotional state. And my parents were not in Birmingham at the time. They were dealing with their own um, tragedy of sorts and so JJ just being the human being that he has been uh, the entire time I known him uh, canceled the show and drove me up to so that I could take care of things up during that tragedy and uh, that's who JJ is um, as a person um, that kind of overlapped with our professional lives in that moment because that did take a show off that day, but that was always what JJ was willing to do because of our relationships and because of our brotherhood that we've had. And with JJ, um, it is going to be um, sweet that he will still be here um, and we will still have our hangouts and we will still have uh, moments where we will be able to hang out and have a good time and that sort of thing outside of work. But um, this is a significant change because it is not even just since 2018 that I have worked here with JJ. Uh, it is since 2015 where I worked with him at Weagle um, every day, did it's a show a long together. Time, man. In fact, did two shows together at times. And so we have spent our afternoons in in some form or fashion together doing radio for seven years. And that's a very long time. And I wouldn't be where I am if not for those seven years. And I'm sorry I'm getting emotional, but the impact on my life that JJ has had, personally and professionally, is impossible to quantify. And so, JJ, I thank you for that time that led me to this career, that led me to having a true brother. And you deserve to have a wonderful next step in your career. And I'm forever grateful for you and what you've meant in my life. And I love you very much.
I love you, man. Thank you, JJ. From the heart right there. I love that guy. Uh, it's my best friend. I, I You know, it, it has been seven years that we've done a radio show together, which is why if there was anybody to take the seat after me, it is you. And it is why I talk about the fact I can't be very opinionated from time to time. I prefer to ask people because there is not a smarter p- sports person in the world, period, than Ryan LaVoy. I'm sorry. That is not true. But I'm I thank sorry. You. We can talk about the Korean Baseball League and bring it back into existence, Brooks. Let's go Dinos. And, and, and Ryan's going to know everything there is to know about it. And that is why I, I want that guy to be in the chair after me. I, I really, that, really man. do. Uh, we were not going to go back to the phone lines. We do need to get out of here. There is a women's game that is going on, but there is uh, one particular person that I will make that exception for. So I do want to go to the phone lines. And uh, joining us now from from Knoxville, I believe he wants me to call him Nacho today, uh, but, but is my brother Eli. Hey, buddy. Boys, can you hear me? Oh, we got you, man. I uh, came in on a real emotional moment there. Uh, <laughs> just want to say, you know, Jay, it's been a pleasure to watch you and listen uh, to the analysis and just the true grit that you've shown on the mic over the last however many years. Um, you know, Auburn Opelika is a better place because of sports call, you know, and I'll say that proudly and just couldn't be more proud of what you've accomplished as a broadcaster there, obviously. I'm excited to see where Ryan Pick LaVoy takes it over the next, you know, little bit. And I'll be I'll be listening as intently as I have with you, brother. Um, but I just wanted to call in and, you know, congratulate you on a wonderful time at the station and just wish you all the best and obviously hope to see you soon, brother. All right. Thank you, buddy. I love you, Eli. All right. Hey, love you guys. All right. That's uh that's Eli joining us there on the show. Again, not playing. Did not know. It's Nacho. That, uh, <laughs> he, he did want to be Nacho yeah, today. When, when you write down the call log, it's it's Nacho. <laughs> yeah, make sure you get that last one in there. Um, and it is it was getting a little emotional in here, and that is a okay. We knew this would happen. Um, I saw the phone lighting up, and I said, "I'm sorry, no matter who it is, I do not care." And then my father sent me a text that said, your brother wants on the show. He's trying to call in, which is why you're Tough speaking, fair. You're speaking yeah. to me. <laughs> and I needed Brooks to handle that for us. And so thank you for answering that call, Brooks. Listen, <laughs> Nacho from Knoxville is always welcome on the program, no matter when. He said he's going to continue to listen intently. So I think he wants to hear good things. I'm excited for what's next for everybody. For me, obviously, but then also for this program. I, I, I want to say something real quick. Yeah. I, something that we have not said yet on this show. You keep talking about how you want Ryan to follow you. And absolutely, you can't. You you have every reason to to want him to do so. He's he's absolutely qualified. But we Brooks and I uh, and Ryan met with Brooke, our station manager, um, I, I think at the beginning of last week when, when we knew you were leaving. And... She asked, so so who's going to take over? What's the plan for the future? And we all agreed it needs to be Ryan. It needs to be Ryan LaVoy who sits in that host chair and takes this thing over because you're right, the dude knows what he's talking about. Uh, and the, this 
quadruple A baseball player, a guy who's occasionally in the majors, but but most of the time is in triple A. He knows about him. You know, he knows that this baseball player you've never heard of these this Korean baseball league these these League Two soccer players. <laughs> yeah. He told he told me what League Two in in the EFL was. That's the fourth level of English soccer. It is the it is the lowest that you can go on FIFA. This and guy, he knows about it. This guy, because I want to hype this guy up a yeah. little bit. He got us to all invest. In a NASCAR video game. Absolutely. To be able to Absolutely share our stories from NASCAR and tell us <laughs> what we need to do at certain tracks and courses to be successful. Absolutely That's he that did. guy who's going to sit in this chair and he's going to do a kick-ass job. Absolutely he is. And, you know, the, the future of Sports Call is bright. And, yes, it, it, it's, it sucks selfishly that you're leaving, JJ, even though we're all super excited for you. The job that you have done with this program, you, you can't ignore it. And you have to admit you are losing such a valuable asset when you are leaving to go and do this thing that you're going to do, even though we're all overjoyed for you. But Ryan's going to step in, and he's going to do a hell of a job because we all know he can. Brant, thank you very much. That that um, that means a lot as well. I don't not trying to go to uh, crying part two <laughs> on live radio, but uh, that means a lot. And uh, you're going to be instrumental in what we continue to do. Brooks is going to be instrumental in what we continue to do and um we have a, a lot of great people to work on this show and um i hope that we've highlighted in some of the work jj has done that it is also work behind the scenes about keeping a website in order and putting a podcast up and totaling data to help us be better um creating new segments that we would like to expound upon. JJ's created so many segments in four or five years, the last four or five years. Um, and we will continue to try and do that. And so um, I have confidence in what we can do as a show going forward. And so I appreciate that a lot, Brant. And um, again, I've learned so much from JJ. Um, proud business management major <laughs> doing radio. Um, but uh, I've certainly just meeting this guy uh, on a basketball court was fitting um, <laughs> and breaking down his game of how I needed to guard him was fitting. Great three-point shooter, a little slow on defense. <laughs> You know, didn't really care on defense. Right, didn't really, not very interested. Yeah, the fact that I was able to score basketball on him shows you how much he cared about oh. defense. Willing to drive, but try and make him go right. And uh, breaking all that down, then turning it into sports analysis on a radio uh, is wild to think about. And uh, now we turn to the happier, sillier Ooh. side. But uh, Stay out of the paint. Stay out, <laughs> stay out of the paint. But uh, I'm I'm excited professionally for sure for next year. I'm excited for you though personally too, because uh, you. you're getting a great opportunity, and uh, you deserve a great opportunity for all the work you've put in. And it's going to be really exciting to continue to hear you on Auburn broadcast as well, man. Am I invited back to the show? Absolutely. I'm going. I'm going to be kind of mum on that though, yeah. because I don't want to ask you too much. <laughs> Also, I don't this want this is his thing now. You're right. I, I don't want to open the door and be like, "Hey, I know you were on, you know, an hour ago. Would you like to do a second segment here? <laughs> you know, that was so good. You know, we we need another guest. So, 
you're absolutely uh, going to be invited back on a lot. I we promise you that. We do got to get out of here briefly. Brooks, I may need you to help me get the uh, pregame interview put in for a, a Coach J show here in just a second, possibly. Uh, to <laughs> More make behind sure the scenes basketball. Yeah, behind the scenes. Um, I I did after when I did take this, you know, Reed Slider, Taylor Jones right before me. I want to make sure they were included and they're sent off and that they're still a part of the family moving forward. When we celebrated 25 years, the fact that Auburn, Alabama has a radio show that has been on the air for a quarter century is nuts. And Andy Burcham is the current voice of the Auburn Tigers. And for him to be on the show yesterday to send me off and to still be a part of the program and knowing he will absolutely be in the plans moving forward is just something you should do and something you should celebrate. Bill Cameron equally as deserving of recognition as well, creating this show and the fact that he's not on the program with us because he's doing his own show at the very same hours of the day, a little difficult to pull that off, but still selfless enough that when we did celebrate 25 years, there is video evidence online of Mr. Bill Cameron himself wishing us well, wishing the show, the program itself, a very happy birthday because it has meant so much to the Auburn and Opelika community. That is what... I want to see continue in the years to come, and I know that that's going to take place. Absolutely. I tracked down yeah. a lot of people oh, yeah. that no. have been on the show <laughs> and sent, I mean, goodness, Facebook messaged some folks to try and make sure we got send well, off videos and that sort of thing. I remember you've had Reed on multiple times, had Taylor on before. Um, you've, you know, done a lot for keeping up with um, everyone at Sports Call and, uh, the good news is, like I said, I plan to still be your brother. Yeah. Um, That's and, not changing, and man. And so uh, I think we're going to contact each other a good bit. So let's be, let's be a little bit humorous again here at the end. Because when Britt signed off today, he immediately sent a message after the fact, wanting to make sure uh, that he heard publicly, before I leave, the status of the Thunder Chickens <laughs> moving forward. Does anyone have an update? Alive and well, Alive baby. Alive and well. Year Going three. Going nowhere. Year three coming soon. I'm just nervous for my knees. <laughs> yeah. We might put some bubble wrap around this Man. all. And we do need to figure out how to hit a softball a little harder, but we're coming back for year Thank three. Thank you to everyone who has listened to us, and me in particular, over the last five years. There is no show tomorrow. The New Year's Day holiday is coming. You'll be able to listen to amazing alternative music programming here on Tiger 95.9 FM and our Tiger Communications family of radio stations. But come Monday, it is a federal holiday to celebrate the new year. But we will have Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show on the air at 3 p.m. Central Time. Ryan LaVoy's voice will be heard amongst our other great guys here on the Sports Call crew. And uh, I'm excited for a brand new year of the show coming forward. Thank you guys for what you've meant to me personally and professionally. Love you dudes. Thank you, JJ. We love you. Love you, man. All right. That's going to do it for today's show here on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. One hell of a run here on the planes. So much fun. You still need to put that in the interview. (laughs) (laughs) We might be able to get to that. All right. Love you, man. Love you too, buddy. For Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress. My name is JJ Jackson. One final time. Thank you and good day.